Hello? Can y'all hear me? Hello? Hello? <laughs> what up, y'all? Tish, you know I'm crazy, motherfucker. And you are listening to Tish-ish. Because, child, you know the shit I be saying. is like, there's some Tish-ish. Like, who else would say that? Can't nobody say it like me. Come on, now. I'm one in a million in more ways than one. All right, so I've been told by the local hood niggas. So, <laughs> y'all ready to talk and have some fun? Come on, let's get to it. Hey, y'all. It's Tish. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to another episode of Tish-ish. Um, I want to start this episode off by saying thank y'all for all the love and support I got for episode one. The messages I have received, my God. <laughs> having people say Tish that happened to me too you know like oh my god just sharing their stories y'all I promise you all I want from this is to share my truth and my transparency and to have people come and say I went through that too I lived through that too I know what that's about that's all I want you know what I'm saying because I feel like in this society we try so hard to be perfect we all human and none of us are perfect only God is perfect okay so I love y'all for that. And I thank y'all for coming back for more. <laughs> um, this episode is P-Valley-ish. And I want to start it off by saying happy birthday to my queen, Miss Harriet DeFoy. I love you, sis. That's my big sister. When I tell y'all, she has shown me so much love. And between her and Nico, I be getting acting advice. Like I got an acting coach, but I will ask them like, hey, what do you think about this? What should I be doing here? Let me tell you something. I don't build relationships for nothing. I ain't trying to be around somebody just because they on TV or they doing something. If I'm around you, I want to learn from you. So thank you for everything you've done, Harriet. The love you sent to me, the blessings, the prayers. She's so positive, always posting affirmations. Just y'all got to follow her on social media, please, please, please. And separate the character from the person. Please, y'all. Patrice Woodbine ain't shit. But Miss Harriet, this sister right there is a queen. And we love her. We're going to celebrate her. Okay? So don't send her no bullshit. Playing. That's a real woman. And she's sweet as pie. But don't fuck with her because she might show that other side. She, Patrice might pop out on your ass. <laughs> so I love you, boo. P-Valley-ish. You know, P-Valley was a show that I was not going to watch. I heard about it, had no interest in it. Instantly thought about the Players Club, to be honest. And one of my friends, her name is Charity. She reached out to me and she said, you got to watch P-Valley, friend. You got to watch it. And I was like, girl, what am I going to watch it for? And she was like, if you don't watch it for nothing else, watch it for Uncle Clifford. And I'm like, girl, okay, this must be a gay character. This must finna be some mess. You know, a lot of times people will be shady and they'll be like, you remind me of somebody. And you'll be like, bitch, you being, you really being funny. You, you really tried me. I should really whoop your ass, you know? I watched the first episode. And as soon as I saw him, I was infatuated. Like, I instantly jumped in his DMs like, yo, I love you. <laughs> and I know Nico's older than me, you know? He, you know, so he probably like, look, child, this is a random ass boy. And my DMs right now. I'm going to send you some hearts and God bless. But that wasn't going to be the end of the conversation. <laughs> because as the show progressed, you know, 
he just continued to pull at my heart. And I know Katoya wrote that thing along with an amazing writer's room. But when I tell you Nico brought those words to life, there's one scene in particular where him and Little Murder are having a conversation. Baby, when I tell you he showed out on that thing, I cried. I cried. Y'all got to check it out. Y'all got to listen to it. So that's how it's always gonna be. We're just gonna suck and fuck in the dark. Where you wanna take me to, little man? Marcus. Okay. Marcus. Where we going? You wanna go on a romantic walk down by the river? That's what you want. Okay. Well, the last two faggots did that, found themselves floating up in it. You want to take me over to the Hot Wayne Castle for that lemon pepper wet? The last two dykes did that, found their booty holes turned out by a train of truckers. Hey, LaMarcus, where you gonna take me? I advise you take me nowhere. After that scene, I had to pause my TV because my eyes were burning and tears were coming down my eyes. Eyes probably was burning because I had my contacts in for too long. <clears throat> but anyway, I was crying, right? <laughs> Some tears. I was crying because those words touched me. When I hear rappers like Boosie, who are so misogynistic and ignorant, talking about how I'm sick of gays and gays are everywhere and what about straight people representation, I want to yell, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, shut the fuck up. Because for 30 years, there was no representation of boys like me on television. When you saw gay men in the media, they were super pretty, super light-skinned, curly hair, you know what I'm saying? Gorgeous men, but they didn't represent me. And then when you did see a brown-skinned, dark-skinned gay man, he was overweight. The joke of the, you know, the butt of the joke, super flamboyant. Now listen. I understand y'all may say, well, Clifford wear hair and makeup and nails. But Clifford's a motherfucking boss. That bitch is a boss. Because her pronouns are she. She's a boss. She don't take no shit. And if you watch season one, you know that. <laughs> so when I watched Nico kill that character, that touched me. That motivated me. Because you got to understand, for a boy like me, for years I felt like I wasn't enough. I remember pouring my heart out to Nico one night and that brother sent me back a voice memo. Oh my God. You are good enough, Tej. You are good enough, baby. A boy like you is good enough. And a man like you shall see it come to pass. His words pushed me. His words got me up off my ass, right? And I got on my computer and I got in acting school. I started doing headshots, right? I started looking for work. I started trying to find ways to be great because for the first time, because of his words, I knew I can't rely on excuses no more. See, a lot of us live a fairy tale life where we feel like one day 
the perfect man or woman gonna fall out of the sky and we gonna live happily ever after. And for a long time, I was in that same delusion with some of y'all. I was waiting for an opportunity, waiting for somebody to bump into me and say, oh my God, what's your name? I want to put you on TV. Life don't happen like that. Not for everybody. So some people, yeah, it do. But for most of us, we got to get out and get it. I found my hustle. Let me correct that. I found my strength to find my hustle through that black man. I don't care what y'all think about his orientation, what y'all think about the character he plays on television, his soul and his heart. It's heaven sent. I love that man. I defend that man when I need to. I'm going to talk shit about that man when I need to. Because can't nobody come for him. Can't nobody disrespect him. He's done too much. He's been too great for me. So what Aretha did for Jennifer, what Tina might have did for Beyonce, what Janet might have did for Sierra, that's what that black man has done for Tej. And had it not been for that brother, you wouldn't be listening to me today. And had it not been for that brother, I wouldn't be here talking to y'all today. For years, people have been telling me, you should do a podcast. You should do a YouTube vlog or something. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, mm, okay. But the confidence wasn't there. I saw that black man, that gay black man on P-Valley season one. And I saw how y'all loved him. I saw how y'all went up for Uncle Clifford. You know, even the straight people that I knew that I kind of thought at times may be a little bit homophobic. They was like, yo, we got to help Uncle Clifford stay the pink. Yo, I love Uncle Clifford. For the first time, you know, I was like, well, okay. Maybe I've been misjudging some people. They ain't that bad, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of y'all do say some ignorant shit sometimes. It's not about being gay. It's not about being straight. Black, white, Latina, Asian. It's about loving you with whatever God has given you. And that may be one of the most serious things I ever say on this podcast. Love you. Embrace you. Hug you. Talk to yourself. They say it's crazy, but I do it all the time. (laughs) Talk to yourself and understand that at the end of the day, all you got is you. So stop allowing other people to tell you you're not good enough. Stop allowing other people to tell you what you cannot do. If you want to move, God damn it, move. Make that move. Take that new job. Get up off your ass and live life. We in a whole pandemic still in 2021. People are dying every day. Live your life while you're here. (sighs) Lord knows I look back over the last couple of years of my life. And it was some moments, y'all, where I was really down bad for real. Like I was really out here looking crazy, right? But I thank God for keeping me. I thank God for pulling me through. I thank God for loving me even at times when I didn't love myself. I thank God for Nico. Because while I was going through what I was going through, this man was working at a hotel in California. And he had a hope and he had a dream and he had a prayer. 
God aligned us for a reason. God gave him that platform for a reason. And I know I'm not the only one that he affected. I know I'm not, but I'm a Scorpio. So I'm the only one that motherfucking matters. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing, but then I'm not at the same time. Okay. <clears throat> I know I'm not the only one that that man affected, right? But I know that I'm one of the ones he had the biggest impact on. I stand on that. I stand on that. And so last year, when I was just watching him on TV versus this year, when I'm seeing him on set, and when I saw that man, and I pulled my mask off my face, and I said, Nico, is Tej. And he screamed. And he said, Tej. And he grabbed me, and we hugged, and we embraced. I never wanted to let that man go. Because although he was in Clifford character, Nico was holding me in his arms in that moment. That was my big brother. That was my mentor. That was my angel. That was the person in physical form that for many, many years, I had been praying to God to send to me. I finally found him. And so I'm sorry if it's a bit weird to maybe Nico that somebody he don't even know, you know, he's only met one time care so much about him. I'm sorry if that seems a little off, you know. Maybe I'm just a little bit overdramatic, over-emotional. I don't know. I've been through some shit in my life. Excuse me. But I love that man, and I'm thankful for that man. And I really hope and pray that nothing in this lifetime separates me from that man but death. And hopefully that's later on down the line, you know. But I look to grow with him. I look to see him grow. And hopefully he sees me grow as well. And maybe one day he can look back and say, Tish, I remember when you DM'd me and now look at your ass. You on TV. You a lead on your own show. You remember that? <laughs> you was a little, little young thing in my DMs getting on my nerves all the time. And now you a lead. <laughs> and that day is going to come because I claim it. I claim it. I claim it. P-Valley-ish, man, never would have thought a show would change my life. Well, the grassy almost did, but I was too young to move to Toronto. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all so much for showing me love. I truly love y'all, and I truly thank each and every one of y'all who listens to my words, but not just listening to me, but take what I'm saying and apply it to your life. This is Tej-ish, baby. Until next time. I love y'all.